Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thirty-three, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Monday afternoon, and you you heard that the uh, the markets could very well be setting uh, new records today. Carl Carlson will be with us from Carlson Financial in uh, just an hour to talk about that. Now, give you some uh, some ideas of what the Virginia Democrats are all about, including this idea that. Uh, all state prisoners would get free phone calls and free video conferencing. And, uh, ye- well, free is no such thing as free. You and I would pay the bills for it. Oh, and yes, you would continue to pay your own bills uh, because that's that's just the way it is. And if you, you think that is crazy, how about new anti-public safety measures up in New York? And the reason that I have to force you to look northward is because a lot of the crazy ideas we get here in Virginia originate in New York. And thank God uh, we've got somebody on the ground in New York, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Jimmy Galliano, who can kind of give us the lay of the land. And I'm, I'm always happy to welcome Jimmy to the program. Jimmy, thank you for being here, sir. Jeffrey, good to join you. I am uh, joining you from the mayor's plaque shack. I know you're in your central Virginia plaque shack. And uh, from one plaque shack to the other... Um, I'm looking forward to the conversation today, brother. Oh, man, I, I, I'm looking forward to the conversation, but I am a little bit fearful. Uh, I, I don't know if you heard. We've got uh, this idea to make uh, prisoners the, uh, well, just to make their life a little bit easier, because it's really tough, apparently, doing time, and, and you need free phone calls and free video and stuff like that. Uh, you in New York, you are you are years ahead of us in attacking public safety, and You've got this new thing out there. It's, it's in New York City, if I understand it correctly, Jimmy, about uh, is it stop and frisk, stop, question and frisk, or is it just stop and chat? Well, what is going on with this new idea? So, so Jeff, and you and I have talked about broken windows policing over the years, and we've talked about stop, question, and frisk. And these were policing methodologies that the Bill Brattons and the Ray Kellys, the, the lionized and, and heralded NYPD commissioners back in the 90s and early 2000s and 2010s um, used to contribute to making New York City the safest big city in the nation. Look, the NYPD is the largest police force in our country. And you're right, a lot of the things that happen in New York, um, smaller municipalities, including the one that uh, you know I'm, I'm the mayor for in upstate New York um, and down in Virginia, follow their lead. But unfortunately, now in the People's Republic of New York, 
Um, we have a supermajority, a Democratic supermajority in Albany, which is the seat of our government in New York. And they own the governor's office. They own the assembly. They own the, the, the state Senate. And some of the decisions they're making are insane. And this includes the one that you're talking about, which is a brand new act called the How Many Stops Act. And what the city council, again, another Democrat supermajority in the city of New York, a city of 8.4 million people have just passed, is this notion that any police interaction, Jeff, beyond saying, hello, ma'am, how are you? Any police interaction requires a lengthy form filled out where you have to identify the race, the sex, the ethnicity, the religious persuasion, on and on and on. It's pages and pages of paperwork, and it's designed to make New York City cops not want to do the job. Does it make our communities safer, especially our communities in depressed areas or areas that are, you know, historically crime-ridden, like Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, um, Washington Heights in Manhattan. No, Jeff, it doesn't. But this is what the city council has just approved. Mayor Adams, who I've been a vocal critic of, a former NYPD cop, and I'm, I'm not generally a fan of his, but he did take the um, what I thought was the different tack, and he has attempted to veto this. But he's got to it's 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 a it's a decision by the council that would require at least two or three more votes on the Democrat side to flip. And Jeff, nobody thinks it's going to happen. We wonder why the NYPD is facing an exodus of officers. They're leaving recruitment and retention are problems. And this is what's going on. So in the city of New York, then you're you're telling the the handful of cops that are left, uh, if you're going to question anybody make it clear to me when you say chat with uh if you turn to somebody and say i don't know just uh there, there's a crime that's been committed you say hey you uh did you see anything does that now become something i gotta write, write a report on jeff you just and, and and you've been a cop before so you understand how this goes um this goes beyond stop question and frisk which the supreme court upheld in terry v ohio which is legitimate and lawful but of course in the city of new york the city council and a string of recent democrat mayors have decided you cannot do that anymore yet what this requires is anytime you interview anyone not an investigative detention that is different an investigative detention is where i come up to you and say i think you might be a witness to a crime or might have perpetrated a crime, I'm going to stop you for a second. You are being detained. You are now in police custody because I'm restricting your freedoms. Now, it may be a 20-second detention, but that is a restriction of freedom. And obviously, our Constitution protects against that. There has to be a reason to do that. But it is legal and lawful. Mm -hmm. So this relates to being a witness to something. Now, let me give you a quick example. There's a shooting at... 2.30 a.m. in a housing project. Okay. At 3 o'clock, police descend upon that housing project where there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of individual apartments. The yep. cops do what we call what? A knock and talk, right? They do a neighborhood canvas. They knock on doors. Mrs. McGillicuddy, what did you see or hear? Mrs. McGillicuddy says, I don't know. I was sleeping. I heard nothing. I now have to fill out a voluminous report. What is your race? 
What is your gender? What is your sexual persuasion? Um, and I'm being facetious. What is your, you know, who do you worship? All these kind of things. But it is a lengthy report, even if Mrs. McGillicuddy says, I saw nothing. This is the way that the city council wants to prove that cops are acting in a racially motivated way. So you're in an area, let's just say it's Brownsville, Brooklyn, which is, you know, predominantly uh, made up of people of color. So the victims and Jeff, the the victims and the perpetrators are all going to be people of color. Anytime you stop somebody and ask them a question, you have to file a report. It's utter insanity, Jeff. All right. Well, let me, uh, for the record, state this, Jimmy. There are very few things that cops hate more than paperwork and filing reports, unless they are frivolous reports. So this just says to me, you're sending a message to those handful of cops that are left in the city. Hey, don't buy. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. They're doing anything just you know somebody got hurt well it, it stinks to be you and i i, I got to get on my way because if i talk to 50 people i'm going to be off the street for the next eight hours so wait a minute jeff what you're saying is this makes us less safe right uh, so that that's what the counter assertion sir yes that is what the counter argument to this is and that is you're making us less safe because cops are not going to want to go through this they're not going to want to be proactive in doing their duties. And it's why right now the NYPD and many police departments across the country, including in the great state of Virginia, are facing recruitment and retention problems. Jeff, that's what the issue is. But these are all part of the reforms. And I say reforms sarcastically in quotation marks, right? So we talk about parole reform. In New York State since 2017, when Governor Andrew Cuomo decided that our parole system was broken, we've released Jeff, take a step back when I hit you with this number. 37 cop killers since 2017. Let that simmer for a second and resonate. Since 2017, 37 cop killers. Jeff, you were instrumental in pushing back on Governor Northam and I believe the attempt to to release Vincent Lamont Martin, who was a guy that in 1979 had shot a police officer. I I believe that the man's name was Michael Connors, was a 23-year-old kid, and and he was shot four times in the head and and essentially executed. Um, You were instrumental 
instrumental in pushing back on that. In New York, that's considered parole reform. Bail reform, which says that we no longer in New York can allow a judge to determine the dangerousness of somebody who's before him. He has to release people, whether they're recidivists, they've had 1,000 incidents where they've shoplifted or looted or, or fought police, they have to be released. And now in this instance, this is another way the city council has determined that they can hold a cops accountable, Jeff. And again, I say accountable with quotation marks around it. This is what we're doing up here. I hate to say that uh, other states in this grand union of 50 states follow New York's lead, but this is what we're dealing in the great state of New York. It, it's absolutely crazy. Now, you you talk about 37 cop killers. There was a kid, again, I mean, we, you and I are at an age where we look at 20-something-year-old guys and go, yeah, that's a kid. Eddie Byrne was, what, 30 yeah. days on the job when he was, yeah. he was executed. He was slaughtered. Yeah, he was 23 years old, too. And, Jeff, thanks for bringing that up. That means a lot that you remember that because I served in the FBI. My first partner in the FBI was Steve Byrne. It was his younger brother, Eddie, who in 1988 was executed again, sitting in a patrol car, protecting a witness to a, to a drug crime where somebody had been gunned down and killed, and the witness had been threatened in, in, in Jamaica, Queens, and Eddie was sitting out in his patrol car, brand new rookie cop, so he obviously had the overnight shift, and what happened was the drug dealers decided they were going to send a message to the cops that this is our turf, and they went and executed him. Well, about six months ago, they just released the, released the getaway driver. So he, he was convicted of being a cop killer. Um, and he, he's getting released. He's already been released. And now the actual shooter himself, Todd Scott, is up for release as well. And so obviously in New York City, the NYPD and, and law enforcement and most sane people are mm-hmm. up in arms. But Jeff, it's going to be the same thing with, with Governor Northam and the, and, and the Vincent Lamont Martin release. Um, it's going to happen. And that's because parole reform in quotation marks is the the order of the day and look i'm going to leave you with this jeff um i think it was thomas jefferson says the government that you uh, that you have is the one that you deserve because you elected them and that's what we're doing in new york state we're electing people that are driving up crime in new york city driving up crime around new york state and we keep wondering why we're doing the same things and it's getting worse and we can't figure out how to fix it when it's if you go back and look at the 1990s and the early 2000s, we had a solution, but Jeff, we ran away from it. It's absolute insanity, Jimmy. Hey, listen, I uh, I want you to take a couple of seconds here. Number one, I want to thank you for for being willing to uh, to come on every other week, give us this uh, great perspective, and uh, I want to remind everybody you've got a piece in the New York Post tomorrow. Of course, we'll link to that on all of our social media platforms. But I also want, if you don't mind, to take sixty seconds or so, remind everybody about the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund, and and frankly, in this day and age, why why my sense is it's more important than it's ever been. Jeff, thanks for that. The, the, the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund is, a, is an organization that I sit on the board of directors for, and um, you, can, you can reach it by going to policedefense.org. That's policedefense.org. And what it does is it's an organization that supports 
unjustly accused police officers or law enforcement agents. So it could be anybody at the federal, state, or local level that is unjustly accused of a crime. And, you know, if an officer gets accused of something and everybody looks at it and says, oh my gosh, this is insane, um, they get suspended, they get fired, they're left to kind of fend for themselves in order to pay for the, you know, the high litigation costs, but also they've lost their job. And many of these young kids, and they are young kids, they're the primary breadwinners and so what the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund seeks to do is just keep them whole while they're fighting it. Now, we don't take every case, but your listeners can go to policedefense.org. If they want to make a donation, they can check out the LELDF. They can see the kind of organization that we are. The vast majority of the money goes directly to help these folks. And Jeff, you even have the opportunity to go on there and pick the particular case that really resonates with you or strikes a chord with you. So thanks again, Jeff. You always give me an opportunity to promote that. It's something that I feel like is some of the most important work I do, just having a small, small, small part of, you know, sitting on the board that determines which cases we take. We love you, man, and we love the work that you're doing. And again, I am so grateful to you for everything that you do, including your willingness to uh, join us now every other uh, Monday afternoon to take a look at uh, law enforcement and public safety and, and how it's all playing out. Jimmy, thank you, my friend. Uh, we will uh, talk again in uh, in about two weeks. That is Jimmy Galliano, retired supervisory special agent from the FBI. Jimmy is now going to be with us every other Monday afternoon. He'll be diving into the public safety issues, talking about the uh, the dangerous nature that's, frankly, being created by leftists. Those are my words, but you take a look at these Democrat Party supermajorities up in New York and out in California, the legislation they keep cranking out is all pro-criminal and anti-law-abiding citizen. Guess what? That's what they're trying to do here. It is dangerous. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 